Hello and welcome to the Southern Cross Stadium for tonight's doubleheader clash. We've got the first game coming to you between the AIS and the Dandenong Rangers. Craig Ravel and Simon Peters calling the action with you here tonight on Sport Radio. .com.au It should be a fascinating game Simon. The Dandenong Jayco Rangers after winning two championships, grand finalists last year, come to Canberra now just to try and get themselves back into the playoffs, well back into playoffs contention. Yeah currently sitting uh, in sixth spot on uh, percentage so they're just behind Townsville who are also on eight wins, eight losses but it's been a really rough season for them so far. They've had major in- injury dramas. They started the season without uh, Kathleen McLeod and without Sam Richards. Of course, the big news tonight, Shelley Hammonds back for her first game in over two years. So maybe things happening at the right time of the season, although they've really put themselves behind the eight ball. One game difference between uh, themselves and Bulleen, who are sitting in fourth. That's very doable. They've got a good run home. They've got... Uh, the AIS uh, tonight, of course, and then they'll uh, host the Capitals and then Townsville two weeks in a row, and then they go away for a first game. You'd think they would win that one as well, and then Adelaide will be their last game of the regular season. So they've got a decent run home, um, but it definitely starts tonight, as we saw uh, just before Christmas when the AIS gave uh, the Sydney Flames a scare with only a four-point loss to them, so um, Dan and I need to really get things going tonight. We pause now and hear from the coaches as the National Anthem plays in the background. Well, Gary Fox, you come to Canberra again after the Christmas break. Last year it was uh, not a good run for you into the finals, but uh, this year the team's up and uh, hopefully they can maintain that momentum. Yeah, we hope so. I mean, last year we took a lot of time off and this year we only took 10 days and came back and started training again this week. Hopefully uh, that that's the right amount. It seemed to pay off the year before that. and uh, We're focused. I mean, we've got five games left and everyone's a grand final. Also, uh, well, it was talked that Shelley Hammonds would be making her return. How has that uh, progressed? I can't see her lining up there. Yeah, she's right over there. She'll be playing tonight for the first time in two years, which is very exciting for Shelley. She's gone through four operations, two years of rehab and hard work, and we're really excited for it. It's fantastic. You seem to have the job of rehabilitating uh, injured players. You did it with Jess Bibby and now again with Shelley. Yeah, we did it with Jess, and she's come over here and averaging about 18 a game here in Canberra. So, but, yeah, I mean, it's just the way it's worked out. We're very lucky to have Shelley. She's a great personality and a good girl, and hopefully, a, you know, she, we don't expect anything great from her. It's, it takes a long time to come back, but just having her here and her smarts and her intelligence is going to help. Well, it should be an interesting game tonight up against the AIS, who, uh, well, Ben Kinsman's got his only win up against you. That's a, a stat that uh, naturally he'd like to continue for this season. Yeah, we'd love to have that one back, wouldn't we? Being 8-8 eight and eight right now, if we'd have that one, we'd be in the four right now. But, look, they did, they did very well, and hopefully we play like we did against them last time. All the best. Thank you very much. Well, so happy new year to Dean Kinsman, and up against Dan and on our team that... Well, it's one of the teams you go into this competition with a win over already. Yeah, we'll, we'll take that one. Uh, much different team than when we played them in the first round and or and subsequently since. Uh, they're coming together with Shelley Hammonds back into their group and players that played previously were a little underdone. So, uh, you know, we're expecting a really tough game tonight. Your girls have had a chance to go home. They've come back now. How have they got back into the program? 
Well, they were pretty good. Um, you know, I, I thought they were fairly positive when they came back. Uh, sometimes a bit of emotion when young players come back after a week away, but they, they were pretty good about it. We've trained reasonably well, um, so, you know, hopefully they can be fired up and get into it tonight. Well, all the best. Thanks for that. So, with three minutes till the start of tonight's game, you heard from Gary Foxworth and Dean Kinsman. That one game you talked about, well, you heard both coaches. Dean Kinsman's happy to have that goose head out of the win column. And, of course, for Coach Fox, he's lamenting that dropped game up against the AIS in round number one of the defence jobs, WNBL. In fact, uh, later on tonight, we'll be talking about the run home. And I think, uh, without too much doubt, the Capitals have one of the toughest run homes of all the teams in the uh, in the top four because they have to play Adelaide, Sydney, Dandenong and Bulleen, all of which are four top four contenders in their run home, as opposed to the other teams that play Perth and AIS, both in their in their run home. So it is uh, if I say run home one more time I'll probably be upset with myself that <laughs> it is it is quite a ass and an important night the Canberra Transact Capitals. That's coming up in a few hours' time on sportradio.com.au because up first we have the Dandenong Rangers away from the AIS who are also away. This game being moved cross town for the AIS as they, uh, well, as they have, uh, well, had to play this one across town because both games were scheduled. This game was, in fact, supposed to be the regional game for the Capitals. And uh, because a suitable venue couldn't be found, it was uh, thought that this game should be moved to become a double header. Yeah, very disappointing that decision. I think um, certainly, you know, the Shoalhaven basketball is, is a, a good enough venue, I think, for considering some of the venues that some of our National League teams call home. So that was a little unfortunate that that didn't go ahead. A really good opportunity to promote the league in a, in a regional area. But alas, we're here to hit tonight with a double header game. Pity for the AIS too because they, they've been getting some pretty good crowds this season. For their, uh, they're usually renowned for having, not having many people at the games, but I think their crowds this season have been pretty decent. Yes, and uh, I, I think we should also uh, mention the fact in that last home game of 2006, they had a, a great crowd considering that they were the last sport left in the Australian Institute of Sport. Yeah, and, and the game, you know, three days oh. before Christmas as well. It's a, and what a game it was. Oh, fantastic. It was game of the year, I reckon, so far that we've done. Well, it's very, very good. Certainly Sydney Uni played well below par and the AAS hit the marks. Unfortunately, up in Townsville, it was exactly the opposite. They yeah. had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to play a game at 9 o'clock at night. With all the travel, it knocked a lot out of them and... Uh, well, the writing's on the wall. Tanya Heritage just lit up the court with bombing three-pointers from all over. The teams are on the court. It is for the AIS, Tolo, Esri, Schatz, Hunt, and Kayla Francis, McInerney. Oh, hey, didn't go for the jump ball in that uh, jump. And, in fact, we're going to have a second jump. It's tapped down by Tolo, but Richards will get it for Dandenong. Richards off to the races, already in the paint, and lays it in for the first score of the game. It's Richards, Kavanagh. Oh, interception on the inbound pass from Hay. Hunt does a good job, gets it away from Kavanagh, and the bounce pass not connecting, so the AIS get a reprieve. It's also McInerney, Kavanagh, Richards, 
Caitlin Ryan up there for Dandenong as the ball inside to Tolo, outside to Hunt. Pull up jumper over the top oh. of Tolo, rings out. Tolo almost got a hand to the rebound, but it's Dandenong off to the races again. Richards kick out for three to O'Hay. Rattles off oh. the iron, doesn't fall. Kavanagh couldn't beat Francis for the rebound. Hunt gets knocked to the ground. And it will be Hunt with last touch. So uh, Dandenong get a, another possession. Already a mismatch being seen. And Tolo is going to sit down. And it will be uh, Manu coming back out. Inbound pass to Richards in the left corner. Then back out to Ryan around the perimeter. Over the top from McInerney. Tapped away by Manu and Kavanagh. Saw it over the sideline. Passing game's really something that, that's uh, become a big part of El McInerney's game in recent years. So. Oh, Hay gets the inbound pass. Good defence on her. Kavanagh gets it at the low post. Oh, hook shot from Kavanagh won't fall. Francis has it knocked away, but it will be Kavanagh giving away the first foul of the game. Just on the reach in there. Nothing too big in it. Because our, our game before Christmas, we saw Nicole Hunt absolutely light it up in the first quarter for the Institute with 11 points. So uh, she set a precedent now. We're going to expect big things from her. Just found out the program that I do here, easier if you don't colour it in when you're trying to mark off the scores. It's 2-0 here, Dandenong with the lead. Esri drives into the paint, bounces up on the iron a few times. Manu couldn't secure the rebound. Richards, I think, got a hand in there. McInerney's pass is almost the full length of the court. O'Hay will get on it. Airball from O'Hay. And Francis will go off to the races. Down the left wing, unopposed. Pulls up at the three-point arc, gives it to Hunt. Hunt from the top of the key. No, outside the three-point arc, doesn't go. Rattled off the front of the iron. Dean Kinsman now telling the girls to run the clock and set their plays. Yeah, just uh, probably didn't need to, to throw that shot up this early in the game. It's only 2-0 at the moment. Don't need to start panicking and jacking up threes already. Eight minutes and 18 seconds left to go in the first term. O'Hay over the top to McInerney, then through Richards to Ryan on the left wing. Back into the centre, Kavanagh tries to get around uh, Manu and does so. Smart basket from uh, Larissa Kavanagh. She's a veteran and that was uh, too easy. Almost uh, backcourt violation there. Francis got right to the line, then had to go backwards to Shat. Now gives it off to Hunt. Right side to Esri for three. Jacks it up off the back of the iron again. The AIS rushing in offence. Yeah, once again, same thing. Really didn't need to uh, to jack up that three. Push the ball around. Look at some better options first. And that three is nearly always there anyway. The early game here at Southern Cross Stadium. AIS versus Dandenong. Dandenong lead 4-0. Great transfer Ooh. there. But oh, hey, can't get it to drop. Story of the night so far is Dandenong not being able to get the ball to drop with plenty of open looks. Esri kicks it right side. Francis now for three. Bad oh, man. She pulled Taylor the trigger Francis on that. is a great three-point shooter when she set. That last defensive play there, Rebecca Schatz was a big part of the reason that that, uh, that layup didn't drop for O'Hay. She really rode into the basket and did a very good job. Kavanagh all by herself, top of the key. Goes right side to O'Hay. Inside to McInerney. No one goes to her, so she kicks the pass to Ryan. Ryan drives baseline, loses the handle on the pass to Kavanagh. It's Hunt who picks it up, brings it down. Hunt fakes the shot inside to Manu, outside to Schatz in the paint. Schatz throws it into Kavanagh just to try and get a step. Eventually, she's able to work the ball around and put up the shot. That She looked panicked, but obviously had the presence of mind. Yeah, a real good sign of maturity there from Rebecca Schatz. She just you know, had nothing there and just waited and looked after the ball until she got the opportunity. And the AIS take the lead, 5-4. Quick reply, though, as Kavanagh just 
goes in hard at the basket, hits the pass and gets the layup. Nice passing from Caitlin Ryan. She just burned that down the lane there and Kavanaugh with the easy layup. Schatz is off to the races again. Gets past O'Hay, goes all the way, couldn't make the layup. Manu inside, has the ball stripped away from her. Almost a travel in the paint there, but eventually will get it out and gives it to Hunt. Esri now setting up. Esri pulls up from the top of the key. Shot was off to the side, and the ball is rebounded down to Richards. Oh, Hunt goes in hard and knocks uh, Richards off her game. Hunt will pick up the uh, first personal foul. Not a bad one. No, and, you know, sometimes it's good to, to get that early pressure foul, let the let the uh, the offensive team know that they're not going to get anything easy. Dandenong missing shots early, lead by one, 6-5 here at Southern Cross Stadium. It's through around the arc to O'Hay on the right-hand side. O'Hay drives to the high post, then goes to McInerney. McInerney finds Ryan on the left side all by herself, but again the three-pointers aren't dropping. Oh, Ryan almost gets the intercept as the ball goes to Hunt. She quick transfers it down to Esri. Esri goes across to Schatz, Schatz to Francis, sets up for three instead, tries to push the pass hard. Pretty in ambitious. towards uh, yeah. Mariana Tolo, who uh, takes it in the paint, but unfortunately over the baseline at the same time. And uh, Tolo subbed in there for uh, Manu. So another quick change there. I didn't see the switch. Didn't hear the buzzer either. No. <laughs> Richards has to pull the ball back in from outside. Does a good job. Gets it onto Ryan. Kavanagh had both Tolo and Francis behind her, but couldn't bank it in. Interesting tonight, McLeod is going to come out to try and get this scoring happening for the Dandenong Rangers in a moment. Francis in the paint, triple team, but is able to get a dribble away as the defence falls away. Hunt rolls down the baseline and jacks one up. Hunt will move to two points for the game. Nice move from Nicole Hunt. She uh, made a brilliant upcourt move here before as well. Under a lot of pressure, got rid of the ball very nicely. Dandenong jack up another shot that doesn't land. Esri gets the quick transfer from Francis. Hunt is all by herself on the far side, but it goes to Schatz on the left wing. Now back to Hunt on the 45 left side. Hunt bounces the dribble, then drops the dribble when she sees Tolo top of the, uh, well, actually with the right elbow. Hands off to Esri, puts up a good screen, but Esri's shot won't drop for three, and it falls into the lap of McInerney, who gives it on to Richards, and we're back down in Dandenong's front court. Richards pull up jumper, she was slapped by Schatz on the way. Points will count, and she will go to shoot the bonus. Soft foul, but definitely a foul there, just the reach from Schatz. And Sammy Richards, such a live wire that um, she's hard to defend. She jumps around, and so then she sort of jumped sideways and backwards to take that shot. Probably, uh, you know, that move helped to draw a bit of contact there from Schatz, and she'll go to the line. Yeah, to make the bonus. AIS trail Dandenong, eight points to seven with the shot to come. And it's rattled off, and Francis does the rebound work. Francis racking up. Hunt goes quickly across court. Tolo's down in the paint all by itself. Can't make the layup, and now it's back and forth so quickly here tonight. Can't see them keeping at this pace. It's quite warm here in the stadium. It's been a a hot day here in Canberra, so I think things will slow down. Oh, Francis on the steal. Gets a steal off the pass there and misses the layup. Oh, she oh, tried. It was, almost, it was almost a jump shot layup then. It wasn't a textbook move. McInerney kicks it wide through Richards, then to Ryan. Frustration there. And that will be Francis's first personal. Francis' mistake there. She was going down the left-hand side, but she obviously didn't want to make the left-hand layups, crossed over and just didn't give herself the angle to attack it from the right-hand side and... Yeah, that foul there, just the, the end of that uh, 
frustration of missing that shot, I'm sure. Kavanagh backs into the paint, kicks away, gives it to Allison Downey. Downey falling over, goes to McInerney, fakes the shot, then bounce pass over to Kavanagh. Kavanagh works into the paint, but Francis is tight on defence. McLeod now gets some room and nice. she makes the shot. Yeah, just drove into space there, probably 10 feet, 15 feet out and pull up for the nice jump shot. Francis left side, gives the ball over the top Ooh. to Will Langford and Emma Langford. I thought Emma Langford was a blonde last year. She's coming out very dark. I don't know, but the, the hair looks completely different for Emma Langford. Could be a different, uh, yeah, different style. Another one of your friends, Craig, I don't know. But, um, no, she's well, always, I always recognise Shelley Hammond's no, so that tells you how things are going. Speaking of the devil, she is on the floor for the first time in two years, so that's fantastic to see her out there. In the number six, Shelley Hammonds. It's uh, Jodie Datsun out there as well, so it is the bench that's going to have to make things happen with the exception of McInerney. And Hammonds, her first pass is intercepted by Newley. Newley brings the ball down. Now she can shoot from outside. She pulls up a ways back, gets it off to Langford, uh, but McInerney, the world champion, just getting in the way. 10-7, Downey, Ooh. layup doesn't drop, but Datsun gets the rebound. Goes to uh, McLeod, and McLeod moves quickly to five points for the day as she pulls the trigger on a three from the left wing. One of your all-time favourites, the little general? Yes, she is indeed. <laughs> Starting from the bench here in this Dandenong Rangers side, but having an immediate impact. Round the arc it goes from the AS. Newly drives into the paint down. He re- oh, sorry, it's McKinnon reaching in that time and has drawn the foul with a slap on the hand. It wasn't really Macca's player there. You saw her have a word to the girls as she really came across and had to foul there to stop the layup. So a little bit of disorganisation in the uh, in the defence for Dan and on. Of course, they didn't play in that week before Christmas, so it's effectively been almost three weeks since they've played. Well, I recall last season when Dan and on came to Canberra after the Christmas break, they were leading by a large margin and then got absolutely smashed. Yeah. And uh, that was the start of the rot, really, for Dan and on in season 2006. Free throws, not successful. The free throw time. missed everything there. Yeah. So it's a ball from the side. Turnover, but yeah, Danny Nong's ball. As the inbound pass goes to the little general in Kathleen McLeod from McInerney. McLeod goes over looking to bomb Downey in the paint. That play worked extremely well for the Dandenong Rangers up against the Capitals of just that uh, two weeks before, or the beginning of December. Yeah. And uh, that part, that play was just something that the Caps could not adjust to and I would have thought the teams would have picked that one up but the, the hot pass to Downey who's cutting Downey's in motion and uh, well she just can't be left to do that. Makes the first and the second and Alison Downey has two points for the game 15 play 7 here with two minutes left to go in the first term and it's Gaze on the floor now with Manu Esri Tolo and also Newley. Gaze has a big open look for three. Again, it's off to the side. Manu secures the rebound. It wasn't pretty. All muscle, though. That was a great box out from her. Yeah, she did indeed. Newley now at top of the key. Oh, just to the right-hand side, in fact. Kicks it left side to Manu. She's looking for some cut action, but there's just nothing going on. Esri dumps over the top, tried to get it to Tolo, but it passes actually to Jody Datsun. Kicks it to the wing and Ooh, uh, McLeod. Bad pass from Datsun. Right in uh, between McLeod and McInerney. Yeah. I don't know what the read was there, but it's General Hay coming out for Macca with 1 minute 36 left to go in the quarter. Macca had played that whole time. Yeah, she's a, a bit of a warhorse, McInerney. She's 
certainly, you know, if you're coaching, you want her out there the whole 40 minutes if she can do it. Yeah. But it is very hot in here. Gaze, left-hand side, gives the handoff to Newley. Newley goes right side to Esri, over the top. Gets it into Manu, who makes the shot. And Elmas Nu gets her first two points of the game. Brings the AIS back within six points. Early in the game, you would think they'd be very happy with a six-point deficit as they were out to lunch. Oh, hey, pulls up the shot on the left elbow, is completely short. Yeah, a little bit of a hand in there too. Obviously, uh, on the ball, the rest didn't call anything, but... Esri's shot is short and their ball at the other end inside the last minute. Now Datsun brings the ball down for Danny Nong. Uh, Downey at the baseline is O'Hay back out to Downey. Round the arc, Datsun then on the right side gives it to McLeod. Back to O'Hay, then to Downey. Hand off to McLeod. In the zone, the AIS at the moment. O'Hay turns away from Tolo. Manu couldn't get the rebound. Hammonds puts it back up. It's short. Manu slaps it away and Newley will come up. 30 seconds left. Oh, McLeod goes to steal on Esri. Had to be a foul somewhere there. The players were jumping on each other. Maho Hay hands back to Datsun. Off the back of the iron. Hammonds comes up again. And Hammonds is fouled, I think, by Tolo. You could take your pick there because there's bodies everywhere. <laughs> a lot of hands reaching in on those shots. And, uh, yeah, I mean, both teams looking like it's uh, it's been a long Christmas break. They're just... Dan and I are doing doing well to go through their their plays and stuff. It's just the you know it's the one percent stuff. It's the the making the finishing the the layups and the the execution stuff more. That's just a little bit rusty. They look like a team that hasn't hasn't played a game in three weeks. But that being said, they're up by seven points now as Shelley Hammonds makes her first point back in the WNBL. She's the second of those free throws. Kayla Francis now pushing the ball up for the Institute. Maya Newley trying to run the floor. She is indeed. Works around the arc to the right side, over the top from Esri. Inside gets it to Francis, and Francis has failed. She'll go to the line with 6.4 seconds left. So she'll shoot two. Shelley Hammonds picks up her first personal. So Hammonds. Well, one point and one foul for the quarter. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> On the score sheet. Yeah, in two stats. So Francis hitting it hard. Both teams just not liking the rings here tonight at the Southern Cross Stadium. First game of the doubleheader as the Caps are starting to roll in in preparation. Oh, Francis, that was a very lazy second free throw off the side of the iron. Datsun's missed it and, uh, well, that crash was into the side of the sportradio.com.au table. Brilliantly, brilliantly fielded by our Capitals correspondent, uh, Michelle Hawkins. Gaze has got a long pass inbound. Manu jacks up the three-pointer. It hits the top of the backboard. And at quarter time, it's 16 points to nine. The Dandenong Rangers lead by seven. And Simon, your thoughts on that first quarter, which I would have to say was a little bit lacklustre. Yeah, just really scrappy, as we sort of mentioned a couple of times. But, um, you know, during the the quarter, just both teams looking pretty rusty and pretty... You know, Dandong, as we mentioned a couple of times, haven't played for three weeks. And it just looks like that. They're not playing badly. It's just some of their execution. Um, the AIS aren't handling their uh, their offense very, very well. I think, you know, they need to be putting a lot more pressure on, on Dandenong, making them work a little bit harder. But, you know, we're talking about the bench coming on for Dandenong when you've got Shelley Hammonds and Jody Datsun and, and Jenner, not Jenner Hay, but um, Kathleen McLeod. That's a hell of a bench. I mean, there's certainly the personnel are here for the Rangers to to make that run at the finals to get in the final four. And I guess if you know if you're Gary Fox and if you're this team, 
that's your first goal. You're looking to just make that four, um, work through your stuff. You know, we, we mentioned you don't like to bring Macker out, but they're up by seven points. Give them a, you know, give her a break, save her up for later in the game. The, uh, the interesting thing will be to see whether the AIS can hold together those four quarters like we saw in the game before Christmas. It was the first time this year they've really had played the entire four quarters. Did a very good job. And they're not doing a bad job tonight either. They, um, they look a little bit out of sorts as well, I think, with the break. And, but, um, you know, it's seven points at the moment, but really that's three shots. And, uh, you know, we've seen this AIS team light it up. There's a lot of players in that team that can shoot well and shoot well from outside. So, um, you know, if you're Dean Kinsman, you're not panicking here. You're just going, okay, we need to work on a couple of these things, a bit more ball pressure against the Dandenong offense, uh, you know, watch our passes. Both teams not really looking after the ball terribly well, so we hope to see that uh, improve from both of them. Teams out there for the uh, second quarter, Francis Hunt, Schatz, Manu and Esri for the AIS. For the Dandenong Rangers, it is Kavanagh, uh, Richards, no, sorry, Kavanagh, McLeod, O'Hay, Richards and Ryan. So AIS with first possession goes around to Francis Hunt there on the right-hand wing. Then back to Manu at the top of the arc. Schatz pull up for three. It was good off the hand. And Schatz moves herself to five points for the game. Only the two they counted that, so oh, I had the toe on the line. I'm using a paper score sheet. No. I uh, can't fix that now. You've got to remember that one. Yeah, yes, I'm going to give her one point next time. Yes. <laughs> As, uh, Ryan has the ball on the right wing, back to the centre. It's O'Hay driving the left-hand lane, and it will be O'Hay drawing the foul out of El Manu. That is her first personal foul by my count. Yeah, just El Manu just needs to move her feet a bit more there, and... Uh, she she had a you know held nicely here but hand on the left hand on the hip and just not moving back fast enough so General Hay makes the first as Shelley Hammonds does some warm ups or warm downs or what do you call it in the middle of the game behind us <laughs> Oh Hay makes the second in maintenance player maintenance <laughs> we're talking about the the bench the the bench scoring for the first quarter eight points to two in favour of Dandenong. Uh, Schatz gets the ball, brings it down the front, gives it to Esri, the 14-foot jump shot from the right-hand side. Nice to Martin with that two-point shot. My apologies, it was two. Martin, lucky you got to me before I marked it on the paper. <laughs> it goes to Kavanagh for three, bang, off the back of the iron. It looked good off the hand there, but it's just a little bit too flat. Didn't drop off in time. Pass, though, from Francis was to the prime possum. And... Uh, <laughs> He's not playing for the AIS tonight. Certainly no, he hit that prime television box. His ball handling's terrible too. I wouldn't give the ball to him. Yes, it's uh, McLeod who brings it down. Hunt watching her. Then to the top of the key where it's Ryan. Ryan, oh, lob over the top. Nice play Ooh. to O'Hay. Couldn't finish it off. Hand off from Manu to Martin. Martin then goes quickly through Francis. Schatz, oh, it was a bell ringer. It hit every part of the ring before it dropped. But Schatz will pick up. And that will mean I give her one point for six points for the game. Yeah, he's on it. <laughs> oh, hey, hands off to Kavanagh, who looks, thinks about the three. Francis is standing in front of her, probably a step too far back. Instead, she goes off to McLeod, who looked mugged to me. Goes in. Ryan ties the take oh, on the drive. Foul on the three, and it made it too. So, yeah. Hunt just going, uh, rolled off Ryan. 
to get back to McLeod and just actually played for the ball, took a piece of hand. I thought once the ball left the fingers, though, you could take the arm and it wouldn't be a foul. It's very open to do interpretation of the referee. So, uh, um, you know, if it's well after the shot, you, you would say so. But if, I think if it's if it's close to the shot, which that one was deemed to be, then the benefit of the doubt, they go for the four-point play. Yeah, well, she missed the free throw, though. Yeah. yeah, interesting there. As Martin now goes right side to Esri. Esri then to Schatz. They're still outside the perimeter. They've got no inside game going, or no inside-out game. Francis tries to take off. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh they didn't finish it. She's not having a good night at the ring. But long pass down McLeod. Jack oh, up man. a double pump. And Martin, oh, got the ball back in to McLeod, and McLeod will make her pay. Seven mm. points for McLeod tonight. Rookie mistake. If you haven't got control, don't flick it back into your own keyway. You might do exactly what she did there and flick it to the opposition for an easy two. Chats for a long-range two. Doesn't drop. Richards is now off to the races. Running gun, certainly the call. As Oh, Richards has gone down here in the back play, and oh, she no. is in pain. Hopefully she's all right. I don't think it's too bad. I think if you're Sammy Richards, every time you fall over, you go, oh, no, not again. Yep. She's in a little bit of discomfort, but I just she's don't... limping, but yeah. is it a hip? Ankle or hip? I can tell. She's not going for anything, so it's it's left leg. I don't know if it's knee or ankle or shin or... I'm going to assume this is a dandelion timeout. Oh, please not be her knees. That's all I'm hoping. I don't she's know that it still is up. She hasn't sat down. No. So, Alison Downey going over to uh, Consola. Sammy Richards has just had the worst luck of pretty much any player going around at the moment. Well, there's a few players. Looks like it's ankle, so that's good. Her, historically, her dramas have been with a knee, so um, if she can... Looks all right. We'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah, not nothing too much in there. I think she's just sort of pushed off. It's It's... Really scrappy out there. It's, I think it's probably gotten scrappier in this second quarter than it was in the first. It's, it's got a real street ball kind of feel. People are no-look passing and and just not looking after the ball, just trying stuff that isn't really on and uh, not a lot of high-percentage play happening. Six points the AS has scored in the uh, three minutes, almost three minutes we've played. Dan and Ong have uh, kicked on a, another eight. Is that eight? Yeah. Yeah, yep. so... It's, it's seven, certainly sorry. seven. Yep. They've certainly been scoring uh, more freely in this quarter, but it's it's not been pretty basketball. As uh, I think the uh, AIS trainer just coming over to have a, a quick look at the ankle. Mm-hmm. One of the doctors yeah. from the institute. Yeah. In fact, the way she's bending a knee, I think it's knee. We're back into play. Kayla Francis has got the ball just over the half. Gives it back to Hunt. Hunt. Dumps over the top to Francis. Oh, didn't give the hand back. Pushed away. Uh, great work. Francis pushing away oh. Kavanagh. Schatz couldn't get the ball to drop, but she will get the foul. And the foul will be called on number 14, Larissa Kavanagh, her second personal. Kayla Francis is doing a good job. Both Kavanagh and Alison Downey, before we saw her, um, Kayla Francis shake some, some tough, you know, pushing defense from from uh, Downey before, but unfortunately missed the layup. But she's, she's I mean, Kayla Francis is a great size body. She's doing a really good job there. The Dandenong girls are trying to work her over pretty hard, and she's holding her own, and she's winning. Schatz made one from two that time, and she moves to seven points for the game. Bounce pass inside from Ryan, then to McInerney, hand back to McLeod. McLeod finds an opening in the paint. Oh. 
jacks it up, it doesn't fall, tapped away by Martin, and <laughs> McLeod gets it back. Gives it to Ryan as they reset up. Goes to Dandenong's oh, Ma- Kathleen McLeod, who jacks it up again and then crashes the deck, and Francis, I think, has been called for another foul. Don't know what it was, though. In fact, I think it's going on Esri, 12. I'll tell you, Kathleen McLeod's... Uh, no, it's Nicole Hunt. She's working hard to try to pick up... Um, I have a crash two on... Crash test dummy two, I think. Yeah, well, that is... Throwing herself around out there. It's definitely, um, unfortunately, looks like it's Sam Richards' left knee. So, doctor just doing a little bit of stretching and pushing and pulling. So McLeod made one from two then, moves to eight points for the game as Hunt will bring the ball back down. Goes over to Francis, back to Hunt. Oh, long pass off to Esri, banging off the back of the iron. Martin went down against Downey in the rebounding contest. Ryan dumps off. Oh, McLeod was cutting. Good work by Martin there. Francis chimed in with the defence and kicks it on to Martin. Martin then, oh, oh Shats just zigged when Hunt thought she was about to zag. Yeah, the um, AIs just need to settle it down. They're, they're too happy to only, you know, 10 or 15 seconds in the shot clock look to jack up that three. And uh, in a lot of cases, they haven't really tested the Dandenong defence, so they just need to get a little bit more poise. Yes. McLeod gets the ball back in hand. Ryan, who gave her the ball, will then cut to the other side. McLeod will get it after it goes through McInerney's nice. hand. She necks the three and moves to 11 points for the game. 27 play 16. It's getting away from the AAS now with 5 minutes 38 left to go. Oh, again, the shot was just short that time by Esri, and that gives the turnover. McLeod mm, doesn't make them pay. Hit the front of the iron, uh, and McInerney's been called. I'd make that her second personal foul. Yeah, probably one she didn't really need to make either. A bit of frustration there as well. Sherry? Um, Kathleen McLeod is, is playing havoc with them, and luckily for the AS, she's not making some great decisions regarding her shot, but she's certainly bringing the ball up up the floor very well, and and causing the, the AS defense to really panic, and they're not doing a good job of containing it even. And, and you know, luckily, some of the shots just aren't dropping. As uh, it will be Molly Lewis coming into the game for the AIS. Datsun and Hammonds back out there as Lewis immediately gets the response with a big three. That's Molly Lewis's game. She's a, a pure shooter, and that's exactly what you want to try to set up is her alone and open and facing the basket. And saw so then she, she nailed that shot easily. Yeah, but gave away the foul straight away. Well, this is probably her biggest weakness is her um, her defensive discipline. She's very prone to, to for the cheap foul, and, and uh, it's, if she's got a, a weakness, that's definitely one of them. Maya Newley coming to check back in in a moment, but Datsun will make her pay with her first point of the evening. As... The second is rattling around and Francis secures. Francis kicks the ball to half court where Schatz picks it up. McInerney was watching her. McInerney tries to upset her, but Schatz is good enough to get away from her and Datsun. Bounce pass over to Francis. and Offensive. Uh, on Francis too. That'll be her third personal for my count. Mm. No, no, it's only her first. Francis is first. I had her with a foul already. Yeah, I thought she had one. But, um... Yeah, the ground announcer said two as well, but uh, 
Well, the one went up by the referee. So, as Datsun now goes to Ryan on the left wing. Hammonds gives a good screen on Lewis. But, oh, Francis is in the action again. Francis off to the races. Kicks it left side Not to Lewis. Fast. Yep, Lewis had the presence of mind to back it out, but Hunt then jacked up the three. Oh, great work from Langford, and Langford will bounce it in. Yeah, just good position from Langford. She's another, you know, she's a big player. Used the body very well there in the rebound to to shield out the defence and got the easy layup. There's uh, Sam Richards getting some work on the knee at the moment. Inside is Caitlin Ryan. Just worked her body around Lewis. And gets the little J in. She can hoop that girl. She's uh, that suits her style, a sort of unorthodox street ball almost. Yeah, Hunt now gets it around the perimeter. Goes back to Newley, who thought about the three. Goes to Langford. Langford drives inside, Ooh. takes on Hammond. Shelly Hammond's there. Yeah, not a, a, not a hard, not a you know aggressive foul, but pretty much just walked straight into her and, and took the shot away. So. As it will be, Langford going to the line here to shoot to 30 plays 21, so the game's not away from the AIS at the moment, but these two sh- will be important. Whoosh was the first one. Sam Richards walking around and, and the limp seems to have gone, so that's a good sign, I guess. I guess we'll wait and see if the, whether they risk it and put it back out on the floor in this game, although it's a seven-point game. And Kathleen McLeod has got, I think, ice on her thumb. So, Oh, man. <laughs> Caitlin Ryan could end up going back to point guard here. Hamilton, uh, Hammond, 4-3, hits the side of the iron. Ironmonger does the rebounding. So it's Manu quickly transferring the ball down to Langford on the right wing. In fact, it wasn't, it was Lewis. Manu's not out there. Going over, Lewis takes the ball, has to be athletic about it inside. This time to Ironmonger. Ironmonger nice. has got a nice little pirouette there over Hammond and makes the shot. Elise Ironmonger, first two points for the game. And the AAS back to five points on this run. McInerney now goes to Downey. Downey has newly watching her. Kicks it back to Datsun. Datsun looked at the ring, but uh, then bounced past low. Hammonds was good enough to pick it back up. And Elise Ironmonger has got the softest foul of the year. Didn't look like there was much in it, but... Um, she was a mile away. Jodie Datsun with an ambitious part. I mean, that, that's part of the way Jodie plays too. She's driven there, drawn two defenders, thread the needle through them both to... Shelley Hammonds, it was a little bit wild and Shelley had to adjust to try to pick it up. But in the end, got the foul and should go to the line. Misses the first free throw. Hammonds on one point only for the game. So she's 75, well no, she's uh, 50% now from the line. Two points for the game for Shelley Hammonds. 31 plays 25 here at the Southern Cross Stadium with 2 minutes 50 left to go in the half. It's Gaze back out on the floor, lobs it over the top to Langford who drives into the paint, kicks it out to Newley. Bang! Bang. What a great shot from Newley. There's something in that blood. Those Newleys can shoot. (laughs) Newley now goes to three points for the game as Dandenong with Ryan on the left wing. Has to go to McInerney. McInerney's looking for... I don't know. Oh, a roll-off screen there. Hammonds tries to put it up in the paint and Mayamunga's being called for the foul. Yeah, just out of position there and sort of having to lean in to try to play some defence. Shelley Hammonds way too experienced for that. She just drove hard to the basket. She knew she had her lane and she go, OK, I'll go to the line. That's fine. Free throw practice is always good. Ironmonger's second personal foul now. 
So, and the concern is the AIS are in the bonus. Well, this is where they got into trouble. If it wasn't for their fouling and, and sending Sydney to the line, what was it, 30-odd times in that game, they would have won that game against Sydney. So they really need to work on that defensive discipline. Hammonds makes them pay, moves to four points for the game, gets a shooting percentage up from the free throw line to about 66% now. As it uh, gets uh, AIS with Langford inbounding the ball, goes right side to Manu. Manu has Gaze cutting hard, doesn't go to her, goes to Langford at the right elbow. Kick out to Schatz. Schatz twists the ball on the floor, tries to drive past Ohay, banks it in, and will get the foul. That's confidence because Ohay is what? A two time grand finalist in the defence jobs WNBL? Yeah, and uh, well, certainly, certainly a two-time grand one, finalist. She was one-time with, champion. Yeah, yeah. she um, was with Sydney when they lost. Yes, yeah. So three-time right. grand finalist. <laughs> Not bad. She's only been out of the uh, of the uh, AAS for four years, and this is year four. Yep. That was a very tough and, and confident, as you mentioned, Craig. Good, strong, confident drive from Rebecca Schatz. She makes the free throw, so it's a two-point ball game. 31 plays, 33, Ong with O'Hay, ball in the hand, over the top, goes to Kavanagh, hopefully these starters can start to fire up for Ong as inside McLeod, oh, gets it off to O'Hay, who puts down the shot, just uh, Sam Richards having a bit of a laugh at our general O'Hay stats there a moment <laughs> ago as she's getting taped up. They're strapping her up, so that, that would suggest that she's going to come back on the floor, which is good. Yes, there's uh, AIS, Manu, while oh, she tried to get the pass, the shot... McInerney's got another foul here and again she was a mile behind the player I can't understand how the foul gets called but that's her third personal speaking of before the half speaking of uh, statistics I wouldn't back 66% of the reps we've got out there so I, could ex- I guess we'll expect to see a few games like that 35 plays 31 Schatz makes the first. She moves to 11 points for the game with a shot to come. And to bring the AIS within two points. With a minute 34 left to go. She does it. 12 points for the game for Rebecca Schatz. She's standing up tonight. She's going to continue to grow. She's a, a good-sized player and just gets more confident each week. Oh, Ryan and Gaze there. An interesting study in defence there because... Normally he can get away with that one arm on the body, but this time Ryan just brought the ball straight up into the arm and stripped herself of the ball, which has to be a foul. Yep, a smart play from the bonus Ryan. Sees her go to the line. So that was that was just poor play on the part of Kate Gaze. Well, I mean she she wasn't giving anything away. I don't know that it was a a tough foul. She, you know, Caitlin Ryan can shoot the ball. You got to play her up close. You can't give her that opportunity to to put up a three. My stats say Ryan is four points for the game. Gaze inbounds it to Langford. Full court pressure here by Dandenong with a minute 20 left to go. Oh, Langford drives hard, gives it to Newley outside the arc. Then through hands, Gaze. Chats has got Ryan in front of her, but there's a offensive foul on a player without the ball. I think it's going on Ellie Manu. Manu. That's her second and that is costly. 37 plays 33. That's another that's a weakness in her game too is that, that uh, discipline. That was just silly just to push off there when it really didn't need to happen. McLeod brings it back and forth. Then it goes around the arc through Oh hey, Datsun kicks left side. 
to Ryan. Ryan gives it to O'Hay oh. again. Oh. And I honestly, Emma Langford was standing there with her arms in the air. O'Hay leaned into her and she's gone for the foul. Like, surely her cylinder was set. Well, Langford's sort of come across uh, with the leg more than anything, I think, in that situation. Hands are up fine and, and she's moving her body across, but she's blocking that lane to the basket with a leg, so I think that was a fair call. So you reckon the leg moved? Her leg. Langford. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And she came across. O'Hay has made the first. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> And uh, I think she made the second at 39. That's it. I'm no referee. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the feet were concrete, my friend. I thought the knee moved, but I thought the feet were on the ground. As it is, the Perth uh, Lynx making their way into the stadium. 42 seconds left. Langford jacked up a three. Had a nice little arc on it. Datsun took a while to recover. And Langford will go down when the shot doesn't fall. That's good recovery. And she'll bring it back. 30 seconds left. Kicks it right side. Shats inside the arc. Bang. All net. But it was only two points. 14 points to the game. 23 seconds left. 39 plays 35. The AIS certainly in this game. Dandenong have not put them to bed yet. Like the defensive matchup, Shats has got on. She's got McLeod. She's mobile and agile enough to keep up with McLeod too. And McLeod's given away about six inches. Shats will come up with the ball as uh, I can't remember whether that was a touch on the pass. They quickly transfer Shats from half goal. Hits the back of the iron and does not drop. That would have been a great nice effort, regardless of whether it dropped or not. Picked it up and uh, it was quite flat in the end, but still she hit the ring. I was looking at the clock, 0.06 of a second was left on that clock when it was jacked. <laughs> that so was nice. It was an awesome finish. The AIS are trailing the Dandenong Rangers at halftime here at Southern Cross Stadium. 39-35 is the halftime score. Interesting, Gary Fox went straight out to Caitlin Ryan there before she came back to the bench to have some words. Yeah, well, I don't think um, Caitlin's played a great game so far I mean when you've got there was a period there in that in that quarter where you had uh, Sam Richards and uh, Kathleen McLeod sitting off the bench so you're really needing one of your guards to step up out there Jody Datsun I don't think has ever really been a one you know I, I certainly wouldn't rate her as a one and, and you needed someone like Ryan there to, to step up and take control of that team start to run your offense and you know get them organized and they did look disorganized they didn't react to the way that the AIS sort of changed up here and were playing good offense and they just stayed quite stagnant. So I wouldn't be surprised if that Gary said, you know, come on, man, you got to, if you're out there, you're a senior player. And, she, and Caitlin's been around forever. She's a very experienced player. You've got to get in her ear and say, look, you need to, to get it together and make sure that you, you're firing the girls up. I know Caitlin Ryan, when I was speaking to her in uh, Melbourne a few weeks ago now, or just before Christmas, uh, she said, Look, she's not a one, and she's really not a two. She, she was in all sorts of trouble at the beginning of this year when she had to play that one role for, for that first, I think it was like five or six games of the season. It's not even... I mean, that, that being said, I thought she did an okay job. She did a good job, but, uh, I agree, yeah. But uh, it's not so much... I don't know, I mentioned but the, She the was one playing 40 spot. minutes as well. Yeah. So yep. not only was she playing a position that she doesn't know and like to play yeah. she was playing it for the whole game yep. but even you know, regardless of what position she's in she's, she's one of the guards, she's a senior player out there, she should be involved in, in firing them up well at half time it's 39 to 35 
And because we've got a double header here and because the, uh, the commentary team is already in place, I thought we'd just start to do a bit of a preview and uh, we have 12 minutes until the second half gets away. I'm not suggesting we're going to do a 12-minute preview, but uh, I thought it might be interesting to get uh, Michelle Hocking involved. And Simon Peters, you don't often get a chance to work with Michelle. Uh, you talk a lot to her. No, I don't see her very not much. On, uh, so. Not very often do you get a chance to talk to her. I thought it'd be interesting if you two just uh, sum up the game so far together and also uh, have a chat about what you think's coming up tonight with Perth up against the Capitals. And also your thoughts. We're a month away from playoffs. Mm. No, definitely. I mean, we, we've talked a little bit about Dandenong's run home. They've got, uh, uh, where's our list here? They've got the AIS tonight, obviously. Then they have the Capitals at home, Townsville at home. Then they go on the road for Perth and Adelaide. You'd be thinking, uh, if they're going to make that four, that they'd be wanting to pick up, obviously, tonight's game, the game against Townsville, who they're neck and neck with at the moment, uh, and that Perth game, you'd think they'd pick that up too. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're probably looking at that run home. You know, you can't really write off any of those teams. They're always a tough ask. I think uh, the important ones, as you said, is to get over the AIS tonight. And there's no guarantee that that's going to happen at this stage of well, the season. Well, hold on. You know, Sandy Nong are looking a little bit scrappy, a little out of form. They've got some players that don't look in great shape, maybe a little bit too much Christmas pudding over the break, <laughs> um, as we all did. Um, of so, you know, it, it's, an, it's going to be a really tough run home. And they haven't been consistent in form this year. No. You know, they don't, just haven't been able to um, really string it together. They've had disruptions with, you know, injury and players and like coming world, in and out. The and world championship, club championship stuff in China. Exactly. And, yeah. There's been a lot on their plate, and it's been a tough season for them. And, but they do have some really experienced, you know, war horses and people who have been around the league for a long time. And, and they're the sort of players that you need, you know, back half of the season. They've got to put their, they've really got to put it all on the line and start their run tonight. Yeah, they'll get over the AIS tonight. I think they will. Um, Townsville's a tough ask for them. That's, that's at home, though. So that, yeah. you know, that makes it a hell of a different game. You know, Townsville at Townsville, that's a tough ask. Yep. Townsville at Townsville with the Townsville crowd. Oh, yeah. Um, Perth, you'd have to think that that's a win for them. And, well, Adelaide, I mean, you know, Adelaide is just Adelaide, aren't they? And, and that's Adelaide at, and in Adelaide, too, so that's yeah. going to be a, a really Leading, tough game. you know, last round before the finals, and they'll be, you know, um, Chris Lucas will have those guys oh, yeah. speaking like you would not believe. Yeah. So, you know, they've, they've got a, a reasonable sort of look at the at the finals, but they're going to have to hit their straps tonight and really do the job to come down to, the, to get in uh, to the final four. Well, you mentioned that you know the, the Dandenong War Horses out there, and you've got you know you've got M M McInerney, uh, Shelley Hammonds is going to be rough. It's just you know she hasn't played for two years, so as talented as she is, you wouldn't want to rely on her no, game over the next four weeks. You wouldn't want to be relying on her game, but you know what? She could be the expected. Oh, absolutely. She could be. She certainly has an ability to do it to step up and, and you know have a couple of big games. And the great thing is they probably don't have many expectations off her, so she's not got great pressure being yeah. placed on her. So, you know, it gives her a little bit of freedom, if you like, to just be able to step out there. And, and people have forgotten how to play against her. It's been two years, yep. you know, and and so teams, they haven't been scouting her. They don't know what she's got in her. Who knows what she's been doing in her Working rehab? On, yeah. You know, yep. what what new little uh, weapon has she added new to her? String to bow. In the... I say in the off season, not in, in the season. She hasn't been able yeah. to play. So, you know, and you look at that group. Uh, Larissa Kavanagh, haven't seen anything out of her tonight. No, nah, and she can, on any given night, she can have a huge game. Absolutely.
Absolutely, and, and she's experienced and she's smart. You know, Ryan tonight's been a little bit off her game, but yep. hey, you know, we know that she can just take a game by the scruff of the neck and, and turn it around at any point. Well, so. you, look at, you look at the the team they have here tonight, and if you you maybe, uh, you know, for an argument's sake, pick their weakest five, you'd perhaps look at the moment at Shelley Hammonds. Uh, at the moment, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Alison Downey, yep. Jody Datson. And maybe because of injury dramas, either Sam Richards or Kathleen McLeod, one of them. And then maybe uh, Jenna Hay, although Jenna Hay's a top scorer in the league at the moment. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to yeah, exactly. point out, is that they don't really have a weak team. Because no. they're worst five players on any given night out on the floor, and they've got a hell of a team there. So. Yeah, that's right. They can pull a 20-point game out of there. And, they, yep. and all of them can play D. I'll tell you that, Gary yeah. Fox does yep. not carry a player in his group that cannot shut another player down. No. So, and, you know... That's the other factor when you look at Danny Long. He is such an experienced, yeah. smart coach. He knows how to motivate a team. He, he, he's not afraid to do something different, you know. If something's not working, he's just not going to stick with it. And, yeah, and bang his head against the brick wall. That's no. right, he'll throw something at it. So I wouldn't be thinking, you know, they've got a tough run home, but, and they'll want it. They'll want it hard. Oh, yeah. and, you know, yep. They know what the taste of victory is like, and they, they will be wanting it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you look there tonight, just on tonight's game, their their weakest player, you would say, maybe is Jody Datsun. And we all know how much damage Jody Datsun has done to the Capitals over the year when she was with Townsville. You know, if that's your weakest link out on the floor, that's a damn good team. I'd have her in my team any day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, no, they've got a good lineup. So, we're going to uh, just throw to a break now while uh, Craig adjusts the drinks and the... Uh, Red Frogs for us. We'll be back here at uh, Tawarong Stadium shortly. The second half is about to get underway here from Southern Cross Stadium, home tonight of the Australian Institute of Sport. Just interesting to see how Nikki Island has uh, stamped her mark on the program since she has been officially announced as assistant coach. And at the moment, we see all the girls in the uh, well in the paint with Nikki Island just giving them an address before they go back to the bench here at halftime. And Nikki has been a very active, very uh, very much up and about and yeah. interpersonal type coach. No, I've, what I've seen of her you know, out of their games, I've really been impressed. She's very positive. You, you, know, you don't see her yelling at the girls. She's always there. You, know, you, you, you can't see what they're talking, but you know it's good feedback. You know, you know the girls aren't dropping their heads when they're listening to what she has to say. And... Uh, but, uh, yeah, sorry, I digress. From 34 the seconds left stats. and you've got the stats. <laughs> yeah, the um, the same problem as the Sydney game. Adela- uh, Dandenong, 14 from 20 from the free throw line in the first half. So that's, you know, it's a four-point game and they've picked up 14 points off the free throw line. That's, uh, you know, 11 in that second quarter. So that's that's trouble for the AIS. They've got to get disciplined with their defence. And uh, as Michelle was mentioning uh, earlier, the Dandenong team are just doing such a good job of driving to the basket and they uh, they see the lane open and they just attack the basket and the AIS are doing a really poor job at, at shutting that down. That has to be addressed if they're going to be a serious chance for winning this game. It's Dandenong's ball here to start the second half. McInerney, McLeod, Kavanaugh, Ryan and O'Hay will head out there for the Rangers. Hunt, Schatz, uh, Esri... Tolo and Francis, and that tripod almost looks on the court from here. That uh, I would suggest is probably the ABC film crew. 
as uh, the ABC game tonight is Sydney Uni bullying. That'll be an interesting game. We'll bring you some updates as we come to hand. Caitlin Ryan, big shot. jump shot there up from the uh, just on the outside wing near the three. I've got her with six points now for the game. As it's 41-35 out to a six-point advantage to Dandenong as Hunt in and away goes to Francis, top of the key. Hands off to Schatz. Schatz, oh, nice little dump move there. Francis will finish it off with a reverse uh, layup. Rebecca Schatz still in the game. She's uh, picked up exactly where she left off in the, in the second quarter. As uh, it goes around the arc, Kavanagh also going then on to... Uh, oh, hey, goes back to Kavanagh, Downey, uh, sorry, McInerney looking to get involved, but it goes the other way, gives it to the little general in McLeod. Oh, Francis slips it away, McLeod jacks it up, hits the side of the iron, so Kavanagh will race it down, she's trapped in the corner, has to throw it onto the leg of Polo to get it out of bounds to uh, get the game going again. They managed to get that reset on the shot clock, though. The little general... One great second left on the shot clock there, there when she threw that... Hail Mary up. Uh, Ryan now gets a good screen from McInerney, loses the dribble, has to pat it on to O'Hay. O'Hay pushes away from Schatz, but Schatz stays, maintains the position. Ryan got in front of Hunt, but couldn't maintain the dribble penetration. Goes back out to Macca, and the shot does not drop. It's over the baseline, and uh, Peter Buckle there doing a bit of the fielding. To see Bucks out here. Oh, the inbound pass almost intercepted. Hunt, great job. Oh, now the oh, ball wow. stolen away by O'Hay. Bounce pass, McLeod. Oh, that's going to hurt. Long arms of Jenner O'Hay. They just reached out and said, I'll take that thing. Oh, turnover again. Oh, this time Kathleen McLeod gets the layup, uh, the, the turnover, the steal, and, and drills it over to O'Hay. She misses the layup, but it's yeah. Kayla Francis with another foul, her third personal. Uh, good news, Sam Richards is moving about the, uh, well, fairly heavy strapping. She's just jogging on the spot when she heard me say it, but uh, some heavy strapping. Just keeping her honest, making sure she's the, working. <laughs> yeah, Jenner O'Hay misses the first of the free throws. Yeah, costly few minutes here for the AIS. As O'Hay puts the second one up, it was all net. And for mine, Jenner O'Hay, I've got it five points for the game. As the ball brought back by Hunt now. A lot better security that time. Francis hands it back to Hunt. Hunt, oh, fakes on McInerney, but nice couldn't get the move. shot to drop. Yeah, McInerney picked up the rebound. Ryan, quick transfer to McLeod. McLeod faked the shot and then tried to dribble penetration. She just ran in a circle, jacked <laughs> up the three. Bang! <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing to the AIS defence there. She just basically went for a little bit of a burn, did a couple of turns. Came back out to the spot she started and nailed the three. 16 points for Kathleen McLeod. As it's Esri now. Esri puts up the three. It's short. It doesn't fall. And O'Hay will get the rebound. O'Hay bringing the ball up the floor. She's not afraid to carry the ball. That is good to see when you see a forward carrying the ball up with such confidence. Schatz can't, doesn't get away from O'Hay. Doing Mac a good job on it. Yeah. McInerney, oh, the handoff Ooh. was just at the fingertips when Ryan took it away. Shot oh, blocked terrible. by Esri, and Hunt will get the pass away from Francis and brings it down the floor. Francis thought about the three, then gave it off to Esri on the left wing. Francis now, Esri faked the pass to a Tolo yet to score in this game as Tolo pushes it out to Schatz. Shot clock at six. 
chat. So I tried to get it back to Tolo. She was cutting at the oh. baseline. She shot didn't fall. Oh. Didn't fall again. She didn't even go after the second rebound. That is disappointing. And Tolo, I would sit her down after that. Yeah, she's had a, a pretty quiet game so far. Oh, and McCaffrey McLeod has jacked up the biggest shot of the day on the baseline. And it has nailed McLeod 18 points for the game. It was just bad news for the AIS here in the first three and a half minutes of the third term. Just a little baseline runner there. She was moving forward, McLeod, and almost like a... <laughs> yeah, just throw it up there, see what happens, let it rattle around, and it just dropped, nothing but net. But, yeah, Tolo's been very quiet today. We, we've seen some great games from her before the Christmas break, and uh, she's really, I hate to say it, done nothing tonight. Uh, missed a couple of layups. <laughs> that, hate to say it, it, but you have. Yeah, well, you know. Not afraid to make the big calls here on AIS Basketball. <laughs> Simon Peters, Craig Ravel filling in for John Keogh. And we will say a, a very happy new year to John Keogh, who uh, will be returning for absolutely no more AIS home games this year. <laughs> he gets back in time to, uh, in time to see, uh, I think he'll see two Caps games, so we might let him have a go at uh, the Caps radio network. Here. Well, he brings us back something nice from the break. Yes, well, Melbourne, mate. All he could bring us back is rain. <laughs> Plenty of that over the summer here. I don't know if you've caught up with uh, some of the weather situation, but Christmas Day Mental. was one of the coldest <laughs> on record, and then the hail that led up to New Year's oh, yeah. was absolutely amazing. Back to the game now. Schatz gets the ball and will drive. Pulls up at the elbows again. Tolo put back in. And I'm glad I finally got Tolo on the score sheet. She must have heard us. Said, I'm going to show those guys on the radio. They they know nothing. Ten-point ball game. Dandenong on lead, 49 to 39. As Kavanaugh has it at the top of the arc. Goes right side to O'Hay. Back now to McLeod. Fakes the shot. Gaze was watching her. Still manages to jack one up, though. Oh, and gets her own rebound as Tolo just couldn't get it back. Ryan secures the ball. Langford watching her. I think Dean Kinsman has decided I'm going to give the bench players a bit of a go here because the starters weren't doing much. Schatz gets screened off from O'Hay. Ryan was the screener, and she'll get the shot. And they're going to call that a three. I thought she was inside. I thought she was well inside. Well, nine points for the game. 51 plays, 39. Maybe they did only call it a two. Well, we'll call it a two then. And it's 51-39. Shads trying to get nah, it in. Tolo nah. was mugged by McInerney. Going to the ground. Now Tolo's going to call for the foul as O'Hay goes crashing to the ground. The concern there was O'Hay fell quite awkwardly. Gary Fox is looking over and going, please no, not another one. But she's fine. She's walking without a limp down to the front court. So Without a limp? Yeah, oh, she's got that she was limping quite heavily when she got up, and yeah. I think she's decided, no, it's not too bad. McInerney's uh, decided to yeah, take the, the broom into her own hands there, not happy with the way the court wipers doing the job. And of course, the not too many Southern world Cross champions Stadium. be uh, doing the floor wiping in their own games anywhere else in the world. No, the uh, the stadium, brand new floor on the stadium, I think we should add, because uh, over the Christmas New Year period, Southern Cross Stadium normally has a uh, spit and polish Yep. and she's a shiny floor tonight let me tell you it's uh, McLeod driving into the paint Tolo's going to be called for the reach no Gaze might pick that one no. up is it going to be Gaze or is it going to yep. be Langford yep it will be Gaze Kate Gaze second personal foul so Kate Gaze 
sends. Uh, sends a little general to the line who makes the first. And McLeod, I only put on this 26 points on uh, each of the players' score sheets here. Somehow I've got a feeling we might need some more because she's up to <laughs> 20 points already and the AIS have just fallen away again in the third turn. Francis trying to carry the ball down, gets pinned, has to go to Schatz, then off to Gaze. Gaze drives into the paint, ball stripped. Ryan has given away the foul, uh, although Gaze was taking on. Ka uh, Kavanagh, Ryan and McInerney with that drive. Ambitious, but she'll go to the line to shoot the two. Well, it paid off. Exactly. <laughs> 53 plus 39. First shot is off the back of the iron. A bit too hard and flat, that shot. Coach. Well, Coach uh, Kinsman going to bring in Nikita Martin. Gaze. Next shot's in the air, and it is good. Gaze gets her first points for the game, and it's a 13-point ball game now. The AS can come back from here, but they've got to really start to lift their game. Ryan on the right side. Dump over the top to Kavanagh. Francis did a good job in defence there. Gaze is there watching McLeod. Goes to O'Hay, then across court to Ryan. Ryan's shot doesn't fall. Francis cleans up and it's Gaze off to the races. Kicks it to Shat. Shat just inside the three-point arc. Leaves it short. Manu comes back. Oh, Manu should have left that go over the side for mine. But instead hands it off to Langford. Langford now looks around, gives it then to Gaze. Around the perimeter goes Francis, then back to Schatz. 13 seconds left on the shot clock as Schatz has got McInerney all over her. Manu gets it back. Kavanaugh watching her. Manu, oh Gaze, turn around, jump shot in the paint. Not enough on it and it's left short again. It's uh, McLeod off to the races. McLeod kicks it left side to Ryan. Ryan, oh, walking into the paint. Shot blocked by Francis. Then it's Langford getting the ball back over to Gaze who brings it straight down the centre. Gaze goes right side to Langford. Langford looking around. Drives down the left lane. Almost lost complete control of it. Sees the basket. Ooh. Shot blocked by Kavanagh. Smart play from uh, Kavanagh. It was good. Ryan came up with it. Kicked it onto McLeod. McLeod brings it down. Gaze in front of her. Gaze pushing foul. I think it's going to go against Langford there, not Gaze. Take your pick. Langford definitely foul, but uh, after the her third personal, I should say. And importantly, well, I guess it's only three minutes forty. What's happened to this quarter? It's really not a lot of fouls have been called. I think I that's guess why not, it's run up and down. At and one stage, there were three fouls with seven minutes left. Now they've only got four fouls. Yeah, this, the institute just really has no answer for for McLeod. She's just pretty much running them ragged. There's a real sense of sort of desperation, panic defence from the Institute whenever McLeod's got the ball. I just really don't have an answer to slow her down. Langford makes one from the two and Langford now moves to five points for the game. By my dodgy stats I will qualify it. And Langford now... What did I say? Langford made the shot. That was at the wrong end. I'll go back to sleepers. Downey gets the ball. She just jacks it backwards as she's falling out of court. Maybe Langford got the rebound. 54 <laughs> plays 40. It was, yeah, it was McLeod doing the shooting, wasn't it? Here she goes McLeod again. McLeod puts Ooh. up and rattles off the iron. Martin, who's back into the game, does the rebound and gets it off to Gaze. They're lining up here, the AAS. Langford's got it in her hands now, but decides not to pull the trigger. Ooh. McInerney in front of her. Had to go for about the third option, which was Gaze, right back at the centre circle. Goes back to Langford on the perimeter. Oh, now Martin. Man. Martin's got down. He blocks the shot. 
Wasn't a good setup that time by the AAS. No vision there. Um, Kayla Francis working really hard and getting a couple of nice uh, little rolls off the defence there and getting wide open, but they're just no one even recognising that she's in there. Oh, McLeod was mugged that time by Francis. Francis. <laughs> yeah. No whistle on the play, and McLeod now goes, as I give her the one point for the free throw she made, 26 points. Rightly just going off at the referee. That was... I mean, it wasn't a nasty, violent foul, but it was a... Carla Francis that said, you're not shooting this ball. And she turns around and puts up a three down here at the other end. Nine points for Kayla Francis. So, big three-point move there. 56-43, two minutes left to go in the third term here at Southern Cross Stadium. It's Kavanaugh. Tried to hit Downey again on that baseline cut. This time it wasn't successful. Had to go back out to McInerney. Oh, oh, jacked up that time by Kavanaugh. She was smart. She just managed to draw that foul out. I think it's on number six. Ellie Manu. So that's the experience factor there. I mean, Kavanaugh was going nowhere with that shot. That was not going to drop. Um, it was underhand. It was a shovel. Bill come out. Yeah, it was a Marino-style shovel. I'm sure we'll see a couple of those later tonight. Uh, she's... You know, spinning out of control, just sort of scooping it up, and there's really no need to foul that. Kavanagh makes the first. Larissa Kavanagh with uh, now three points for the game on my score sheet. And makes and misses the second. So that's a quiet night for Kavanagh. She's more than capable of putting up a 20-plus night. Full court pressure here from Dandenong. Manu forced to carry the ball over. Newley manages to pull it back after Downey got a piece on it. Don't know how she did that, but it was good to watch. As it goes, Cesare back to Newley. 58 plays 43. Newley tries to drive baseline, tries to shoot over the top of Hammond. Great work by Manu. Polo will put it back up off the glass and will draw the foul from Sam Richards, who's ducked back out there. I should tell you that Datsun Richards, Downey, Hammond and Kavanagh are on the floor for the Dandenong Rangers. Manu, Tolo, Newley, Martin and Esri are on the floor for the uh, uh, for the AIS. Tolo can't complete. Oh, just lost the handle on the ball and Downey's off to the races. Layup is good. Downey will make it. Four points for the game on Downey tonight. 60 plays, 45. As Esri, Richards harassing her. Manu, just with the ball on the left wing, hands off to Martin, goes back to Manu. Manu just, oh, outbodied Downey there. Shot didn't oh, fall. Man. Then some bad shot selections. Newley has all the time in the world to jack up a shot that didn't bank in. Yeah, just some bad, once again, bad shot selection. Ellie Manu's shot terrible, just a spinning sort of circus shot off the glass. She needs to square up. Manu's got a great size, and if she squares up, gets her shoulders around to the basket, she's, she's going to be a great player. Eight points for the game for Larissa Kavanagh now as she makes the layup at the other end. 62 plays, 45. AAS with 31 seconds to go have had the foul. Larissa Kavanagh has been called for it, and that is the third personal for Larissa Kavanagh. So Kavanagh with three personal fouls now. 62-45, 31 seconds left. Newley gets it into Esri. Esri then goes to Martin. Martin looking around. Oh, gives it to Newley. Hammond's got a touch on it, but AIS deemed to be the last. Hammond's got a touch on uh, Martin's shoulder, on Newley's shoulder too. Yeah. Uh, there's a fair bit of contact there, but they let it go. 
Inbound, bounce pass to Datsun. Hammond working it out of the backcourt. 21 seconds left. Datsun in the big number 20. Jody Datsun looking to set up. As Shelley Hammonds gets a good screen on Martin. Datsun dribble, penetration, kick away to Downey. Downey's shot doesn't fall. Martin tries to slap, uh, Esri tries to slap it over the baseline. It comes off Datsun. And the AS with 4.6 seconds. What can they do? They need to go fast transfer. Tolo, she's going to have to put it up from half court. Oh, Kavanaugh puts the touch on it. Block shot to Kavanaugh. Manu was there, but not enough time to jack it back in. 62, plays 45 at the final break. The Dandenong Rangers in front dominated that third term. But, uh, well, it's still not out of range of the AS if they can just completely forget that last quarter and start playing the ball that we know they're capable of. What do we have, a four-point game, so they dropped another 13 points in that quarter. As, as well as the AIS can play, I'd, I'd have to think that it's probably out of reach. They, um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked about it all the time, season in, season out, about the playing, the ability of the AIS teams to play four quarters. That was the quarter they've just gone to sleep. And uh, at both ends, you know, it's bad shot selection in the offensive end. Um, just ordinary defence down the other end, just lack, lazy sort of stuff. It just, uh, I think they've let it go. Coach Dean Kinsman there. Not at all letting the girls forget that that was their bad quarter. They're standing up, all standing up, getting their address at three-quarter time. 62 plays, 45, the stats, Simon. Well, once again, the free-throw problem. The Dandenong are now 20 points off the free-throw line. 20 of 28, so that's just, you know, it's huge. They're, uh, the rebound count's pretty much dead even. Uh, the AIS have one more offensive board at nine. Both teams with 24 defensive. So that's uh, the AIS uh, turnover count, as to be expected, is, is higher than with 17 compared to nine for Dandenong. The shooting percentage is uh, Dandenong have lifted that since half time. I think they were 35 at half time. They've lifted it up to 40. But the um, points off the bench, Dandenong 33, and Caitlin. Uh, uh, Sorry, um, you Kathleen mentioned McLeod. blank there. Kathleen McLeod obviously <laughs> chipping in with 26 there, so that's 26 of those 33. AIS was 17, but um, yeah, I think the the shoot have probably let it go too far. AIS have first possession. Langford, Hunt, Francis, Shat, and Ironmonger on there for the AIS. McInerney, Hammond, also Downey, Richards, and Datsun for the Rangers. Hunt. Working around the perimeter with the dribble, then goes back to Schatz. Gets a good screen from Francis. Schatz tries to take on the drive, but the pocket's being picked by Hammond, and Hammond brings the ball down the floor. Hammond, oh, just out muscles Schatz that time. Gives the ball back to Richard. Richard goes to left side, top of the key, in fact. It was McInerney, then left to Downey. Datsun dumped off to, Ham- oh. to Richard. How did Sam Richards get that shot off? Yeah, it was a shot and a half. <laughs> it's going to be on Hunt, and now I make that Hunt's third or fourth. We'll see in a second. It's third. her third. Yep. Nicole Hunt's third personal foul. Well, good to see Sam Richards back out there. She uh, doesn't seem too worse for wear from that uh, scare with the knee she picked up in that first quarter. Makes the first. 
second on its way now. Looks good. Rattles in. I've got her at nine points for the game, Simon. Let's and have a look. It's staying six, so. Hunt now brings the ball down. Jats goes the right side to Hunt. Over to Langford. Langford just trying to make a position here. Hunt, then Chats. Francis, oh, the screen didn't work. Over to Hunt now in the corner for three. Bang! On the buzzer in the background. And Hunt, three points. So five points for the game. Downey now to McInerney. McInerney to Richards driving the left lane. Shot goes up. Foul on Elise Ironmonger. I make that number four, uh, number three. Yep, defence just not happening for the AIS. And they look pretty tired. They look, uh, Rebecca Schatz, hands down their, their best player this evening. She's walking around, you know, sucking in a lot of air, hands on her hips. That being said, she's probably worked harder than any of the other girls out there. She's had a great mm. game. Richards at the line, 65, make that 66. So Richards now. I've got a 10 points for the game. 66-48. Oh, Francis did well to open up the hole there for Schatz. Schatz hangs off to Langford. Langford drives great into the drive. plate. That was great. Talk us through it, Simon. Take on Anderson Downey, not renowned as a, as a great defender, and she just had that front step on her. 45, just took it all the way to the basket, went to the far side, and a nice layup off the glass. Datsun now goes left. Oh, Langford in with the steal. Big few minutes for Emma Langford. Drives to Downey. Oh, charge foul. How could that be a charge? Downey oh, was man. moving. She was moving the entire time. She didn't set herself at all. Oh. Probably the thing that, that might have put an element of doubt in the referee's mind was uh, there was a, a bit of a hesitation there from Langford as she sort of second-guessed herself. She'd gone all the way to the basket. There's no way they would have called that, but... Still, a, I think, a pretty bad call. Oh, so some vintage Jody Datsun there swinging the elbows at uh, Rebecca Schatz. And she's knocked over in the back oh, court. Schatz is oh, Schatz too. But pulls her way out of it with some brilliant ball handling. Hammonds, but oh. long range too. Shelley Hammonds knocks it down. I make her six points for the game. Her first field goal in two years. Excellent work, Shelley. Beginning of a beautiful comeback, I'm sure. Schatz gives it to Francis. Oh, Francis threw it back in. But Downey was the player in front of Esri who got the ball. It's Downey. Goes to Datsun across court. Then back to the 45 right side to Richards. Richards, ball on the floor. Dribbles it down to the left elbow. Oh, Francis slaps it away. Ironmonger goes after it. That's a jump ball. Oh, that's ball. a foul. There's no way that's a jump ball. Ironmonger practically had Richards in a headlock. I mean, yeah, not intentionally, but the way that the... Ball's moved. Ironmonger had her arm around Sam Richards' neck as she was wrestling for the ball, and all three refs have called a jump ball. Man, no wonder these girls get injured. 68 to 50, 7 minutes 29. AIS has given away three personal fouls, sorry, three team fouls in this quarter. In two minutes. Yep. Well, two uh, and a half, yeah. Up against Dan and Ong, who have not been called yet. Haven't said they haven't fouled, just not been called. <laughs> It will be an inbound ball. McInerney to inbound it for Dandenong. Bounce pass to Richards. Richards at the left elbow. She's dancing, weaving. And Esri has been called for the foul. This is going to cost them dearly if they wanted any sort of run at the at the uh, Dandenong Rangers. Esri's first personal foul. Now, if you're the institute here, you've just got to consolidate and 
and take away from this game what you can. So uh, there's an element of, of, of already given up out there at the moment. They they need to get over that and just you know this is the best best practice you can have is playing the game. So just get out there and take on the Rangers. Francis gives it to Martin to bring it over the half. Esri gets it at the line. Esri moves towards the centre circle, then puts a big drive on around the perimeter. Hands off to Francis. Francis kicks to Ironmonger at the baseline. Hammond's behind. Had her arm on the shoulders of Ironmonger then yep. to try and pull The right it. arm was good. The left arm wasn't so good. <laughs> Hammond's her second, her third. Using Ironmonger's shoulder there to elevate up and, and get the blocks. Uh, at least Ironmonger's got a good, good strong frame. Great work if, you, if you're playing AFL there from, from Shelley Hammond. Mm. And she's been in Melbourne a long time, uh, hasn't played for a while, so she's probably taken in a fair share of footy. But no excuse there, her boyfriend is a basketballer. That's true. Ironmonger makes the uh, second of the two moves for three points for the game. 68 plays 51, seven minutes left, still time for the AF, AIS if they are good enough. Datsun can't put the shot up, good work by Martin. Martin kicks it on to Esri. Esri kicks it right side to Lewis for three. Didn't look good. And Francis couldn't pick up the rebound, so Datsun's off to the races. Datsun pulls up 45 degrees right side on the perimeter. Uh, gives it to McInerney, then back to Datsun. Hammond's in the paint. Little hook shot doesn't fall. And Iron Munger does the clean-up. Iron Munger brings the ball down. Martin then back to Esri, Francis on the perimeter, Lewis gives it to Martin, Martin manages to wrong foot downy, but can't get the shot to drop, Dandenong's boxing out has been strong here, and they get the ball back, 68-51, we have six minutes left. And that's an indication that last play of how the AIS have just sort of dropped their bundle, three guards on the floor, and they're letting Elisa Ironmonger bring the ball up, and neither of those three guards even went to the ball to go and get it. Richards now with the ball in a hand, lobs it up for Hammond. Ironmonger's going to get called for a four. Nope. <laughs> no. She fair I'm knocked Hammonds over. <laughs> Gary Fox wants a timeout and... Uh, it's a rabble. He's probably going to say that to the girls exactly. He's going to say, look, it's getting getting ugly out there. The refs uh, swallow the whistles. Just do not get hurt. <laughs> I know that's what I'd be saying. Oh, you always hate saying that. You think you put the knockers on yourself. <laughs> yeah, Alison Downey had a had a quick word with the refs too as she came off, just talking about the holding and the and the ruffianism that's well, come into the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing nothing horrible or, or overt there, but two pretty obvious fouls from Ironmonger that uh, didn't even get picked up at all by any ref. So um, yeah, there needs to be they need to be careful. They don't want any more injuries going into this home straight. They've pretty much got this game in the bag. They need to just sit on it and uh, go through the motions and, and look for the next games next week. Another opportunity to get their slightly injured players, you know, a little bit more R&R. And, uh, Tell you what, these girls will be thrilled. They have got their weekend over by 8 o'clock, by 7.30 nice. on a Friday night. That's a, <laughs> that's a bonus with a 6pm game here at Southern Cross Stadium. Richards is sitting down, Ryan's sitting down, Hammonds is sitting down. That leaves us with McLeod, top scorer on the floor tonight with uh, 26-odd points. Uh, McInerney, the world champion, Datsun and Downey. It's Maya Newley jacking up the three, but it was off to the side and uh, Elise Ironmonger couldn't get it. Ellie Manu there chasing that ball down and a good job just running down. 
that was, you know, that that's what's good to see. The game is, you know, for all purposes, pretty much over. But uh, still chasing down the loose ball and, and, yeah, exactly, not giving up. I mean, you need to see that from the whole thing. Yeah. Datsun O'Hay goes to McLeod. And, uh, again, Francis has just mugged Dallison Downey on that baseline cut play. So, at least they're trying to do something about it. Molly Lewis yes, picking up the foul there. Is that Lewis doing... That's who they called it on. I don't know <laughs> who fouled or who fouled first. Francis just sat down. So, who want me to put a mark on Molly Lewis, the scorecard here, yep. for two personal fouls? Yep. Gee whiz. <laughs> what game am I watching? <laughs> I know I've There's had a lot of hands in there all, all through. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not pretty out there at the moment, that's for sure. Downey missed the first. 68. The second one, well, it got the shooter's roll. 69 plays 51 here at Southern Cross Stadium. The AIS home game moved Crosstown tonight. The first game of... 2007 in the Defence Jobs WNBL on sportradio.com.au. We hope you're enjoying it. It's Manu. Hands off to Newley. Now to Lewis. Lewis gets to Manu. Oh, oh man. Again, the look it couldn't... sums up their night. But great move. Manu getting herself basket open in the paint. That is, uh, that is what you want. They didn't have any inside game going before. Now, it's just not dropping. Oh, Rebecca Schutz. That's going to be uh, Rebecca Shatter's... Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, Jody Datton stepped into the... To sort of restrict the space there, and she was still moving as Shatter's tried to get through that, what was effectively a moving screen from Datson, and unlucky to be pinged with the foul. Well, Downey will sit down. O'Hay will take her space up at the free throw line, because guess what? The AIS are over five team fouls. O'Hay makes the first... Oh, hey, I think relatively quiet night tonight. I've got her at seven points. Yeah, definitely. Eight points now. One of the league's top scorers this season. She has had a fairly quiet night. Yeah. I think nine points now for the game as it's 71-51. 20 points the difference here at Southern Cross Stadium. Four minutes, 24 seconds left to go. As it will be, Shat Lewis on the 45 left side. Air ball. Manu gets it down. Has to put up the shot quickly, though, and threw they... Threw the ball away. away. That was just a terrible, terrible pass. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't Manu's fault. She got it into uh, she got it inside to a player who threw it away. So, Esri now goes left side. Bounce pass on the baseline. Newley comes up with the steal. So, what can Maya Newley do? She's got a clean lane to the basket. She lays it in. Maya Newley, so five big points pressure the there from the best defensive player in the league for... The last four or five years, and then McInerney too, so that was a nice layout. Datsun, bounce pass to McInerney. Right side to O'Hay. McInerney, remember, against the uh, Capitals, opened up with the first, uh, I think it was five points of the game, a two and a three, in early minutes. So she can hit them when she has the confidence up. But tonight, I don't. oh yeah, she's gone for one attempt so far tonight. Schatz now works it to the left wing. Esri, oh, the pass was too hot for Newley. Went straight through her hands and the turnover's affected. We have three minutes, 25 seconds left to go in game 64 of the Defence Jobs WNBL. First game of 2007. Oh, hey, gets the inbound pass from Datsun. Tried to put it back out to McInerney. Newley got in there and the ball's over the side. Oh, bulk changes here by Dean Kinsman, who's off. 
who was also, I think, called a timeout. Yeah, he, I mean, he'd be wary of the, the the girls just sort of, you know, they're really just throwing it away now. And, and as I mentioned earlier, there's, there is nothing you can do at practice that is going to give you this experience here of actually playing in a game. So they need to just stay on the ball, just take it on. You know, don't give up. Don't just lie down. Just keep going. You've seen it uh, in a couple of their players. They've really just given up and decided that this game is all over and they don't want to any part of it. Um, we saw... Uh, Ellie Manu run down a ball here before. That's pretty much uh, one of the last times we've seen you know, that sort of effort put in by the team. There's still three minutes and 13. That's a long time in a basketball game. You know, work through some of your stuff. Try to make sure that the, the lead doesn't blow out any further. You know, set yourself some goals. Work towards that. And I'm sure that's what uh, Coach Kinson will be telling them. Well, 71 plays, 53. Three minutes, 13. I, well, we know Lazarus has had a triple bypass. John Howard's in the office of Prime Minister. So, do you think there could be a resurrection? No not way. No. no, I mean, not the way that they, they're mentally carrying themselves at the moment. I mean, we're seeing a, I, I really think, an after Christmas slump. Well, it is Dandenong 71 keeping their finals hopes alive. McInerney has a sit down as McLeod O'Hay. Hammond, Kavanagh and uh, Datsun are out there for the Dandenong Rangers. Just couldn't quite pick the last one up. As Newley, oh, Hunt Ooh, goes to the ground. But Francis got a piece of it. Langford takes over the dribble from Hunt as it was tapped away from her. Langford kicks it back to Hunt for three. She's two steps back from the three-point arc. And Francis will come up with the rebound. Francis drives into the paint, kicks over. Newley now from just inside oh, the arc again. Luck. That's that a good decision fall. from Francis. She... Uh, defenders were bearing down pretty quickly and she flicked it open and mine nearly was well open. Kavanagh goes back now to O'Hay. O'Hay looking around, goes left side to Hammonds. Hammonds then gives it on to, oh, McLeod who gets away from Hunt, oh. baseline and nails it in heavy traffic. 30 points for Kathleen McLeod. Yeah, it has been a great night for her. As we go, Hunt then to Newley. Newley looking around. Look, thought about the three for a moment. Backed away. Datsun got her into trouble then. Langford gets the ball off her. Drives in to the paint. Datsun tried Ooh. to steal it off her. It rolls around the hoop. Kavanaugh going after Carries the rebound. Carries the ball over. Yeah, yeah. tapped it over. So, it will be the AIS. Martin to inbound it. Downey. Emma Langford's been good tonight. She hasn't, you know, hasn't done a lot. Has, has, she's still very raw, very unrefined. But, you know, she's going at the basket. She's... Wants to get in there and she wants the ball, which is a good sign. Oh, good inbound pass to Jackson. It oh, doesn't come off. Francis oh. presses it back and then puts up an air ball. She did all the hard work and then just let herself down at the end. That was the easiest basket they've probably had all year and uh, they managed to mess it up. So that's a, a bit of a barometer for the night they're having. Kathleen, uh, sorry, Larissa Kavanagh gives it to McLeod. Oh, Hunt and McLeod lock it up. Foul's been called on Hunt. I think she's out of the game. Oh, that's harsh considering the stuff that they've been letting go and calling jump ball earlier in the game. That's just mental. Fourth personal foul on uh, Nicole Hunt. So she's not out of the game just yet, but does send McLeod to the line. Bang. That's one more. That's 31, isn't it? I think it is. And 32 is in. There it is. So, once again, scoring from the free throw line has really buried the Institute tonight. 
75, plays 53, a minute 39 left to go in the game. Martin now, looking around, kicks it back. Francis, the three, bang! bang. That's exactly it. You know, use this opportunity. You're in a game, you know, practice your quick release threes. That's a great opportunity there. And Kayla Francis takes advantage and knocks it down. Francis, 13 points for the game. Not a bad effort. Oh, hey, driving hard on the baseline. Martin not giving her any worm. Comes up with the rebound now. Has to kick it off to Gaze. Gaze to Schatz. Schatz, oh, Ooh. it was a good card lead. Ooh. Oh, foul that time on Jenner O'Hay. Gaze, interesting, she was in the shot and then she turned away for a pass. Is that going to be called a shooting foul? Don't no, know. it's not, because they're moving over to the side. Yep. But she was in the act of shooting, but she, at the same time she looked away because she was going to try and give it a shot. Fully committed to the pass. Yeah. So, uh, Schatz inbound. <laughs> Kavanagh is going to be called for the foul. I make that Kavanagh's four personal. Should I mention Francis only having uh, 13 points, was it? That, uh, Francis, 13 points for the game. For the evening, but she's had a great game too. I think she's she's had a lot of very physical defence working hard against her. And, uh, you know, we see it's still going. Kavanagh just fouled her. Shelley Hammonds worked her on that shot, but she turned the baseline and hit the jump shot. So, Kelly Francis is... is uh, she could be happy with that. That's a sign of respect. You've got some of the best oh. defenders in the league working you hard night in, night out. Gaze just pushed off Shelley Hammonds there on the carry back as the foul has been called against uh, Nikita... No, Emma Langford. So, when you saw it with... First. You saw it... The entire time, Lauren Jackson was he. If you're good, you're going to get plenty of attention, plenty of physical play, you know, really hard defense. So that, uh, you know, she can go home tonight going, well, I had a good workout. They must be worried about me if they've been working me that hard under the basket. And that's been part of why the AAS has been fairly unsuccessful going inside tonight. Tolo's been very quiet, and uh, Francis has really had a handful with some defenders. 12 points for the game for Larissa Kavanagh as she makes both. 50 seconds left, 77 plays, 58. So I guess it's still within the 20. And there Francis... She goes again, though. And once again, they're starting to recognise it too. A lot of the time through the night, she's been working hard in that post, spinning off the defenders and getting herself open, but the AOS guards haven't hit her with that shot. There they hit her. Easy two. Oh, and Francis almost makes a steal there. Hammond <laughs> thought about the three, went to Downey, then back to Hammonds, now outside to O'Hay. O'Hay's shot doesn't drop, but Kavanagh comes back up with it. 24 Bam. seconds left on the shot clock. Baseline J is good, and Kavanagh will move now to 14 points for the game. That's oh, another Francis good move. Driving. Ooh. Oh, just couldn't. Oh, she's fallen over too. No, I she's think up. she's fine, yeah. She's just fallen over with. Off with balance as well. She got bumped by that three players on the way through. Oh! McLeod! <laughs> Is that the shovel shot? Reincarnate! No way. That was a great shot. It was off balance and it was ambitious, but that was a good shot. The Angela Marino could dream of putting that shot up. The Dandenong Rangers have taken the victory here, 81 to 60, as the A's had no answer for the Rangers in the second half. Simon Peters, I'll get you and Michelle to wrap up this game because there's two games on here tonight. I need to get some interviews. And some dinner, I would imagine, Craig. He's been working pretty hard. He was working before we showed up. So, yeah, the end of that game, 81 to 60. The uh, AIS just really went off the boil on that second half. Yeah, I think, and that showed their, I guess, their inexperience. And the other thing it showed was Dandenong's ability to just grind a team to a, to a halt. Yep. You know, defensively, they just picked it up a notch and, and the AIS had no answers for it and they resorted to quick shots, poor shot selection and 
you know, just, you could tell by the whole body language coming down the stretch there that the AIS had just, you know... Certainly as a team, they've given up. Yeah, yeah yep. exactly. So, um, but you know, the thing about the AIS is that we've seen them play halves of basketball. We've seen them play really great quarters. We've seen them play a couple of games where they've actually played almost 40 minutes and they've pushed some good teams, for example, Sydney Uni Flames. Four points there. Four points. Um, so there's talent and there's um, athleticism and they've just got to learn how to play the game how to play it for 40 minutes and, and how to win in this league. Yeah, and I guess the thing that, that we always have to keep in mind with the AIS team is that they are here as a development team. They're not supposed to win. Well, that's exactly <laughs> right. They're here to develop and there's, um, you know, there's players coming in and out, new groups come through and really the, you know, the league is um, a focus for them, but probably their big focus is to prepare for the national junior team, which is yep. the GEMS program, and, and that's cyclic because that's leading up to world championships and what have you. So, um, you know, I, I think they'd be disappointed with their performance tonight, given that they had such a great outing against Sydney just before Christmas. But, um, you know, they're learning. They're kids and they're learning how to play the game at this level. That's exactly right. I mean, for a lot of them, this is their second year in, and we're seeing... Um we're seeing them, a lot of these players, particularly from last season, the transition from the last season to this second season, they've really matured a lot of them. A lot of them were, were really in the deep end and were quite lost last season. Um, some of them, you know, Kayla Francis showed glimmers of, of, of how well she can play last season, as did Katie Epsery, but as a group, they've really matured too. And, you know, like uh, Rebecca Schatz, fantastic game tonight. Yep. Kayla Francis played a really good game tonight. Had a lot of attention under the basket, and and you know from some quality defense in McInerney and Hammonds, and uh, you know Kavanaugh. an old yeah warhorse like Havanagh is just gonna as you mentioned before, she'll just grind you down. She'll just <laughs> keep you going, make you work for every possession. And the, the AOS didn't do a good job of recognizing her when she did get open. So she worked very hard tonight for not a lot of reward. Still ended up with 15, 16 points in the end, but. Um, Plenty of talent there. You can see that there's uh, some players of the future in that group, and it's just good. You know, I mean, I remember when Phil Brown used to head up the thing, and you'd talk to him, and he used to say, "Look, if we get a good half in, that's great. That's yeah. a good performance. If, we, if on one night we can play a, a competitive half of basketball, that's fantastic." So I guess anything ahead of that is, is a bonus. But um, you know, to Danny Long's credit too, they worked hard. You, you'd nailed it on the head. They just ground them down. They just played, you know, solid D and they just worked and worked and worked. They were pretty ordinary offensively. A lot of shots didn't drop for them. Uh, a lot of layups and things, you know, they just had a bit of a... They were a, they were a bit rusty, you know. They're coming yep, back three from weeks the break. since they played a game. Three weeks yeah. since they've had a game. Yep. Um, you know, Shelley's first game back into the group. A little bit of Changes the dynamic. Yep. Changes the dynamic. Um, you know, and they just needed to get themselves into a bit of a rhythm. And, um, you know, they did that towards the end of the game. You could see things starting to click for them and stuff was starting to happen. So they won't be, you know over the moon with their performance tonight but they'll be happy that the way with the way that they played through that as a coach you know you've got to you just got to talk to your team you're having one of those games where you're missing the layups and the easy stuff's not happening for you you're making mistakes that are just uncharacteristic you just have to play through that and I think that's what um, Dandenong did particularly well tonight they just played through that got themselves into a rhythm and, and started to execute and get some sort of feel for the game yeah absolutely they had a, a, a you know, by their standard a pretty ordinary first half uh, only ahead by two, 30, you know, 35, 33, I think it was. So not a fantastic start to the game. And clearly, you know, discussed that at halftime, came out and said, OK, we're going to 
knuckle down and, and play some hard ball, they turn it, you know, they turn it up by another 17 points in the third quarter. So, yeah, they're showing their calibre there too. And you know, we've talked all game about the depth in their in their lineup, but uh, not a, not a real surprise to see them just throw it up that extra gear at half time and then just leave the AIS in the dust unfortunately absolutely and, and hopefully you know I know Sammy Richards came back on and played I'm just hoping that that uh, um, recurring knee injury isn't going to be flared up and that she'll yeah. be fit and healthy to see out the end of the season because she's you know an integral part of this group so um, hopefully it's just a little bit of a yep and there's a lot of, there's a lot of feeling about Sam Richards that if she'd had you know if she'd stayed through her career and not been injured that, that she'd be a possible Opals player. I know in you know in juniors when she was at the AIS, she was a hell of a player. So uh, she's she's done uh, uh, done it hard over many years, but it's it's just great to see her still out here working hard. And she played a big part in that game tonight, even though she pretty much sat out almost half of it. Right. Okay, we're going to throw to the coaches now. And first up is the AIS head coach Dean Kinsman. Dean Kinsman, a disappointing second half after you worked your way back into the game by half time. Oh, certainly. Like, you know, absolute frustration. I think we missed 10 or 12 shots from one foot. You know, what do you do with that? So, I guess we've got to take it out. If we put ourselves in a position to get the, get the basket, but it's not convert. It's going to put a lot of pressure down the defensive end. Well, you uh, get to look to Sydney now to try and get it back. Oh, yeah, well, you know, it's a good. we've got a day in between, so hopefully we can recover really well and... Uh, you know, come out for it, and they'll be stinging after last time, so it's a good game on the road for us to back up, so we'll see how we go. All the best to them. Thank you. Well, Gary Fox, a, a strong performance right throughout the uh, second half. Probably a bit disappointing in that second quarter to let the AS come back at you. Yeah, we let them get away from us defensively. They scored 26 points in that quarter, and we really made a big emphasis of, you know, we got to step up the D in the second half, and I thought we did a good job. We held them to 24. Good news, Shelley Hammonds made a, a good comeback tonight, but uh, the heart was in the mouth for a while there when Sam Richards went down. Yeah, you're right, because she jagged her knee again, but she's okay, which is thank, thank goodness for that. She's hyperextended, but she's all right. She came back in, played a couple minutes just to make sure it was fine, and, and she's okay, which is pleasing. All in all, once again, the bench, Kathleen McLeod stepped up, had a big role, and uh, at one stage there, I think you were playing the bench when the AAS was starting to get a run on you, just to uh, change things up, because they were working. Yeah, well, we've got nine pretty good players that came away here on the road for us. It's a pleasure to be able to use our bench like that. Earlier in the year, we were lucky to get six or seven. So uh, that's great. And then some of the kids off the bench, like Allison, obviously Kathleen was sensational, came in and did a good job for us. You know, And it's a pleasing to see Shelley get a game. Nice start to 2007. Yeah, it is a good start, Greg. Thanks a lot. Thank you, mate. Well, the difference is there between a successful coach and a certainly disappointed coach are marked. And uh, Simon, well, it was a game for the Dandenong Rangers to really enjoy. Yeah, um, Michelle and I mentioned when we were chatting after the game, uh, you know, Dandenong did a really good job of having a fairly ordinary first quarter and then deciding, like, cool, we'll step this up now. And, uh, you know, we've, we've played out a, a pretty shoddy first half. It's now time to, to throw it up a notch and, and, and make sure that we take this game home and, and take it comfortably. So... They could be happy with that. They didn't have a great game, but when they needed to, they stepped up, they put the foot down, and they were able to shut out the AIS. You know, on the on the other side of that, the AIS would be disappointed. They really pretty much laid down in that second uh, second half. But uh, you know, as Michelle and I mentioned, there were there were some good individual performances, but as a team, they just sort of gave up. And I, I think that's you know that's a combination of the break of 
of the age, you know, they live in at the AIS, they go home for a week at Christmas, they come back. It's pretty disruptive for anybody, let alone, you know, your average 17, 18-year-old teenage girl. So, uh, you know, nothing, nothing to slash their wrists about or anything, but uh, certainly they need to uh, work a little harder on that 40 minutes like we always talk. Well, on behalf of Simon Peters, Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel, wrapping up here for the moment. We'll be back with the Capitals versus the Perth Lynx on sportradio.com.au. This is AIS Basketball. Don't forget to join us Sunday night. It'll be late Sunday night when we'll bring you the delayed coverage of Sydney Uni versus the AIS. That one, sure, not to miss after the game those two had at the end of season 2006. We'll be back with more basketball here on sportradio.com.au in just a few moments.